Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Do you want to be a better live streamer? And by this, we mean, do you want to produce better streams? Do you want to bring in more of an audience? Do you want to just be a little more comfortable on camera? So on episode 94 of the Launch Your Live show, we're going to be talking about seven ways to be better at live streaming. So how to improve your live streams, just how to be better on camera, all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to come on and say a quick hello. How are we doing, everyone? My name is Christian Karasevich. I'm the host of the Launcher Live show. By the way, this is also available as a podcast as well. If you're on Amazon Live or sorry, if you're on Amazon Live, if you're on Amazon, if you're listening on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more, uh, you can check out the Launch Your Live show there. Just simply search Launch Your Live and you'll stumble upon all of the episodes that we've done. And as you can see, we've done quite a few. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, seven ways to help you improve your live stream. So, so seven ways to be better at live streaming. And with that, I have uh, my co-host here to help me. And this is, uh, I'm going to bring on Marco Novo. Marco, how are we doing? Oh, hey, doing good. And you? <laughs> doing pretty good, actually. Perfect. And- Let's so do this. <laughs> definitely, yeah, let's talk about this. And so obviously, I mean, we know like on episode 93, that was our last episode, we talked about how to be more confident on camera and people can check that out at launchyour.live forward slash EP93. So that episode, we went through some ways to help you build your confidence when you are on camera. So uh, go and check that out. If you're you know struggling with uh, streaming and you're, you know, you're afraid of, being in front of like no one basically, but yet still not being confident. <laughs> I mean, if there's no one watching, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have an issue there. I just have to remember, I'm just talking to anyone and everyone who wants to listen. Uh, but we talked about it on that episode. But on this episode, we're going to talk about seven ways to be a better live streamer. So Marco, can you kind of uh, talk about like, what does that mean, by the way? Okay, you have, uh, and this thing is important when you go live. There's so many things you should control. There's so many kind of moving parts, okay, that you should have in mind, for instance. And the, this, this, I think this was good when I started because I didn't, at this, my ignorance about this was kind of like a <laughs> broader thing. So I didn't have in mind, for instance, you should be, uh, you should have a knowledge in some uh, uh, field of knowledge, okay. You should know about how to manage the camera, about how to manage the, uh, how to see if the internet is good enough to go live. You should uh, check your lights, your sound. You should also, and this is important when you go live, how to manage your community, how to make them aware that you will go live, how to manage them when you're, uh, making the live, how you engage with your audience. And for instance, if you have a guest, you have to manage the 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 thing, the bridge, and uh, manage your guest, manage the, the comments coming from your audience, instill your uh, audience to make comments. So this is not, uh, it's not hard to do it, but it's a kind of a little bit complex. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, so there's a lot to think about if you want to be a better live streamer. And so let's just jump right into it. So the first way that you can be a better live streamer, I think is going to be to keep your setup simple. And this means like, I mean, you and I both know, like we have, we have gas a lot of times gear acquisition syndrome where (laughs) someone gets like, for example, Marco got some new equipment and I'm like, Oh, what'd you get? You know, or like, I could show Marco like I have just boxes of you know products sitting here, and as much as I'm like oh, like more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, you know, it's one of those things where you want to keep your setup simple, and that's because if you're streaming and you're the only person streaming, the thing you have to remember is that you're not only the on-camera presence, but you also, for example, are also managing and running the show behind the scenes, and that can take up 
if you're not a person that is good with multitasking, it can be very, very, very challenging to do. Uh, for example, you see me right now, I'm looking around at things. And the reason I'm looking at things is because I'm also controlling banners and, you know, all that other thing <laughs> stuff as well, and trying to talk to you as well. So I want to try to look at you, but it's obviously, it's a little challenging to do sometimes. So we always recommend keeping your setup simple. Um, so Marco, what do you recommend for something like this for people that want to keep their setup simple? Well, one of the things is this app, and this is the beginning, as you like to say, yep. it's the brain of the live streaming. And I yeah. think it's important uh, because it's where everything happens. And if it's not powerful, even though at the same time, uh, simple to manage, simple uh -huh. to use, yeah. um, you may be, and maybe getting troubled, overwhelmed because have in mind this at the beginning, it's normal. Okay. So have this in mind. It's normal that you may be a little bit nervous because it's the first time so many things to handle. So breathe yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. and that way it will be easier. Okay. So with this. So, Let me share. So while Marco is bringing that up, like we talk about keeping your setup simple and here's the thing. If you're, for example, if you're going to be producing live streams, chances are you got monitors, you got uh, audio mixers, you got video switchers, you got hubs, you got docs, you got all this sort of stuff, right? And you need something that can help you run all of this. And this is the biggest issue I think I see with a lot of streamers is that they bolt on too many things onto a computer that's not necessarily capable of doing what they need it to do. And so yeah. um, the, the what we recommend for something like this is making sure you get the right kind of computer. And so this is the Apple Mac mini. This is the M1 model, by the way. And I can't recommend this enough. This is actually, I, I have one of these and I have it right here actually. Can I show you all this? So yes. So I've got a Mac mini. This is the Mac mini M1 model. Super, super, super port. Say, let me rephrase that. It's not portable but it can do pretty much anything that you possibly need. Um, a couple of things to kind of note about this. So the great thing about these products, by the way, so about this, you know, Mac mini, for example, is that this has so many ports on it that you're going to need as a live streamer. It's got, uh, let's see. So we've got HDMI port here. It's got an ethernet port. So if you're streaming, you want to make sure you're hardwired. Uh, you have the ability. If you need extra ports, you can attach a dock to it, a powered dock. Um, you can plug in multiple monitors in this one. In this particular one, you can plug in an HDMI monitor and a USB-C model um, into the back of this. Um, it also, you know, just it has a USB-A port. So if you have any legacy devices, you can plug that into the <laughs> Mac Mini as well. Um, and then, as I mentioned, it's actually nice and small. So you are going to have to supply a monitor. You're going to have to supply a keyboard and a mouse. However, what's great about the Mac Mini M1 is really just the fact that it can do just about anything you need. And if you're live streaming, you don't have to have like multiple computers to do things. This can handle just about anything you can think of. I mean, it's great. So when we talk about keeping your, your setup simple, it's not about having multiple computers and having to like, you know, we'll run one thing over here and go to the next thing and the next thing, and the next thing and have all these different screens. You want to have everything pretty much at your fingertips. And so that product, it can sit on your desk. Heck, you could even put it underneath your desk because there is a mount that you can use underneath the desk and you can hide it. And that will give you plenty of real estate uh, on your desk if you need it. So, um, so obviously, uh, number one is definitely keeping your setup simple. Um, not getting too complex with all these different things. By the way, I want to highlight a great comment we received from a viewer and they said, you know, they need a better machine. They're definitely pushing their machine. And that's the one thing about live streaming is that if you buy the right computer, you shouldn't have to have multiple ports and so you don't have to have a lot of docks or dongles or any of that kind of stuff, you know, where you're basically got a spaghetti of wires all over the place. Everything can literally <laughs> just plug right into that one computer. So for example, it, and here's the thing, Marco, you and I both know this. If you spend a lot, like it's not about buying the most expensive product. It's about buying the one that's going to get the job done. And so a lot of people like they say, Oh, well I need a lot. Like I hear a lot of people, they say, Oh, I need a laptop. And honestly, like I think the better question would be, how much traveling do you actually do? Because chances are, I bet you're going to find that you really don't travel all that often. 
you like the ability to have a laptop, but when it comes to streaming, it's all about, I mean, in a way you almost want a desktop or a gaming machine, something that's going to be stationary that can be a little bit bigger, uh, but also be extremely powerful. Yep. So uh, that's my case. I, I have my desktop here and that's yeah. it because, uh, Usually a laptop, a good laptop for uh, live streaming, it's really expensive. And with the same money, you have you you may get a better desktop uh, computer. Absolutely, yeah. And so, um, so we got that one highlighted in the carousel. Um, let's move on to another way to be a better live streamer, and that is going to be to test your equipment and your internet. And we mean test it. Well, you know what, Marco, what do I mean by this? Test your equipment and your internet. What do you mean? Okay. There's one easy to test, which is the image. Okay. It's good, for instance, using a tool like we are using today. It's easy to see if the quality of the image is good or not. Uh, StreamYard, okay, because you have the preview. But the thing is, sound, it's a little bit tricky to test. And let me confess I, the sinner, I confess myself, I made some live shows where I didn't have sound at the beginning. So test it. One of the ways you can do this uh, using uh, when you use a tool, for instance, again, like StreamYard, is get the guest link, open on another browser the, the yeah. guest link and uh -huh. see if the sound is coming. If the sound is coming, you're good. Okay. And also test the internet. There's, if you Google, you will find a couple of good tools to test. Have in mind at least five megabytes. Uh, this is not uh, a law because there's people doing that. You need more or you need less. For instance, I made for, I don't know, maybe two, three years live shows with 0.5 <laughs> megabytes <laughs> per second upload speed and have in mind it's the only important measure it's the upload speed if you have at least five megabytes it's okay okay if you have more perfect even better but have this in mind there's a, a speed uh, internet speed uh, test by hookla which is o-o-k-k LA, which is a good tool, test it because, and also hardwired the connection because Wi-Fi, it's not stable. It has some spikes and this could be, and it's not good enough. Okay. So have this in mind. So you don't go live without making, it's kind of the homework. Okay. The rehearsal, have this in mind. So it will make you, and even you will find more comfortable and confident if you test and everything runs okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I want to like, I want to talk about just testing real quick. So, you know, you can go to sites like, uh, you know, and you mentioned speed. So you can go to like fast.com, for example, I think, I think that's powered by Netflix and you can actually check out the speed of your upload speed, your download speed for your internet. Uh, again, that's something you want to do because your internet speeds will vary. For example, you know, if, if for example, if you got a lot of gaming and things like that going on, you know, at the same time as your streams that can eat into the bandwidth of your internet, which might mean that you're going to experience potentially dropped packets during your live streams. And what that does then when you start to drop packets, basically it means that you're going to start seeing stuttering and things like that in the video or even the audio or things can get out of sync because it's basically trying to keep up and it really can't. And so, you know, we talk about testing equipment and testing equipment um, we can, you know, it could be a number of things. It could be, you know, test your video camera just because your video camera works every single time, go through the motion and test it. Make sure it works. Make sure that, you know, if you've not restarted your computer, restart your computer before every live yeah. stream, you know, um, test your video camera, test your audio. So for example, a lot of tools, they have built in products where you can test the, uh, the sound so you can hear, but then also, you know, if you want to, you could bring both people on screen, like listen for things, mute the other person, mute yourself, see if there's any sort of audio feedback. Because again, you don't want that happening during your live stream. So for example, I was having an issue this morning and I was getting a, a bit of a like interference on my headphones here. And so what I ended up doing was um, I ended up 
restarting my uh, mixer, my Rodecaster Pro, because I was noticing, well, I'm getting this interference and get, and even though no one else was hearing me, hearing it, I was hearing it and it was throwing off my production as a uh, live streamer. So again, make sure you test your equipment. And then in terms of your internet, Marco, you and I talked about this, but you should try to be hardwired every single time. And, you know, we recommend something like this is the Amazon basics, uh, uh, RJ45 Cat6 Ethernet cable, by the way. I've got some of it here. I've got a huge spool of it here on the floor. But <laughs> I, I, and I can't really pick it up because, well, obviously I'm kind of using it. Um, <laughs> but make sure you hardwire into your computer. And the other thing I'd also recommend, hardwire into your computer. Don't just use one of those, like they sell those like USB uh, hubs that you could, they're not powered. You can plug them into your computer. Don't just use that and plug Ethernet and HDMI and all that other stuff into that monitor. What's going to happen a lot of times is it's going to overload that dock. And so as a result, you may have issues with that Ethernet cable working properly. So um, so definitely keep that in mind. But again, we always say, like, test your equipment. You, you know, Again, it's not like, oh, well, it's it's working. Everything's fine. Go through the motion of testing it and do this with all your guests as well. It also sets a good precedence as well. Like, so as you have people on, people can start to see, you know what? Hey, this is a really high production quality stream. Like it actually makes people want to potentially be on your streams if you take the time to actually teach them something too. So, so make sure you test your equipment. Okay, Marco, where do we go from here? We can talk a little bit about microphones. We are talking about sure. audio. So yeah, let's talk about microphone. Microphone. It's, what do you recommend? Uh, oh, me. I don't know why. Maybe the short MV7. <laughs> I'm not okay. sure oh, why. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so let's and talk about that short MV7. Yeah, you, you're you using this, right? Yes, I am. And So do me a favor. Let's point to that. Point to the MV7. So let me put it a little bit So higher. this is the short okay. MV7. So when we talk about testing your equipment and your internet, this includes everything. This includes the Shure MV7, for example, that Marco is using, or the Sam's, uh, the Shure SM7B that I'm using. And and for yeah, yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So one of the things I I I'm using, okay, and with uh, this is even though this is an hybrid microphone because you can use it as a USB microphone or an XLR microphone. Uh -huh. Okay, I'm using as a, an XLR. And um, let me show you this piece of hardware. This is yeah, sure. the mixer where the sound goes through. And it has plugged here a pair of earphones. So yep. I can listen if the sound is coming good. Okay. And also I have a software where I have this all routed. And I can check there as well if the sound is working properly. And this also helps me to troubleshoot if there's something not working so well with the microphone. Okay. The other thing I, I found about this microphone, and this is something that you should have in mind. You will learn, you will need to test, you need to think how things work to make them work better. Okay. And one of the things I, I was not completely satisfied was with the sound from keyboard and mouse clicking and everything that was coming uh -huh. through the uh, to the microphone and I said okay how can I fix this so what I did I decreased the gain of the microphone I okay. leveled up a little bit so the the this could balance the sound and I'm speaking closer to the microphone because when you decrease the gain you need to speak close to the microphone Okay. okay. Yeah. So have this in mind and uh, listening to keyboard, listening to the mouth could be distracting or at least not uh, a good experience to your to your audience. And for instance, if you want to turn this into a podcast, even worse. So use these kind of things, test it. And I, I, I tested, that's how I came, I think with the best settings was I was trying on the mixer. Okay, let me reduce a little bit more. Let me try clicking on the mouse. Let me try typing, typing something till the moment I couldn't hear uh, what uh, this uh, 
parallel <laughs> sounds. So that's something that you should have in mind. And also this microphone allows you to do that in, a, in an easy way. And it has a great sound, hopefully, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And I want to make sure um, I want to highlight just a few comments here from some of our viewers, by the way. Let's let, by the way, actually, before, before we highlight them, do me a favor, Marco, let's bring up the Shure MV7 and let's actually show people what that mic looks like. So this is the Shure MV7, by the way, and it's about $250 and it's a very good mic. Uh, this one, the thing we really like about this, by the way, Marco, as you can see, let me switch back to you, Marco. So Marco's got this mic and as you can see, let's point to the back. There's the XLR option on the back. And so this is the XLR cable here, but this mic is special because it does XLR and USB. So uh, if you're yes, the, the, the here you can yeah. plug here a uh, micro USB to uh, USB A. But the thing is, in the cable that comes it's uh, USB A. But I'm pretty sure that if you have a micro USB USB C, it will work as well. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also it has, but but as far as I I noticed, this only works when you connect via USB the microphone. You can monitor on this side the sound okay and also you may see here this is a kind of it's this is a, a touch control okay you can control here the gain of the level of the microphone the level of the headphones and also you can mute and then mute the microphone here when it's plugged via usb very cool yeah that's a that's a really good mic and i like the fact that um i like the fact that you're like showing some of those features of it. So for example, this has, uh, you know, XLR, it's got USB. Uh, again, though, we did mention it's $250. So if you're somebody who is, you know, if $250 is too much for a mic, by the way, you don't need an expensive mic to get started. The great thing about this mic is you can start off with USB. You can move to XLR if you want to. Uh, the other mic though, if you want a good alternative is the Samson Q2U. And I'm going to highlight that here in the carousel as well. And we'll, we'll show you all real quickly what this looks like. So again, how can these help you be better live streamers? So the key thing is having a good quality microphone. Audio is the most important part of a live stream. So if you're doing a live stream, for example, and you have really bad audio, uh, but really good video, people are going to struggle. They don't like, they can't read your lips necessarily. So focus on... <laughs> audio absolutely key and this is that this is another option this is the samson q2u um this also compares to the the sure sm58 very similar microphone except this one is only about 60 dollars, 60 to 70 it has that usb output it has the xlr output uh, headphone output as well right on the mic meaning you plug a pair of headphones in and you can listen to yourself as you're speaking into the mic and it's got a nice little handy stand so pretty good little mic don't you think marco Yes, it is. It is. And uh, as I like to say, we know a couple of live streamers that use this microphone and their sound. It's great. And by the way, I was looking at this XLR cable and have in mind that the MV7 doesn't come with the XLR uh, cable. So you have to buy it uh, apart. And but if you buy the boom arm you, we have listed there, it comes with an XLR cable, which oh, I'm that's a good right idea. <laughs> so yeah, so so for those of you, as we as we stick on kind of talking about testing equipment, um, again, I mean, there's there's lots of like you want to make sure you test the audio, you want to make sure you test the video, test the internet, test it every single time. And I just want to highlight a couple of comments that we received uh, during the stream. So we've got a couple of people. We've got uh, Dean Home One saying, "Hey, he did a, a Zoom test with his client today." Here's the thing. doesn't matter how experienced Dean is. He still does the test because, you know, sometimes you'll get a tech gremlin that's basically on your line messing up something. And the other thing to keep in mind with a lot of this stuff is also you should probably have at least two cables, for example, a spare microphone lying around so that if the cables, for example, if you're getting feedback, Unplug the first thing I would do is unplug the cable, plug it back in. That, that should hopefully get rid of some of your audio interference. But if you notice it's still there, don't just replace the microphone, replace the cable, and then you can check that out. So, um, 
So again, make sure you're testing your equipment every single time. doesn't matter if it's the first time or the hundredth show you've done. Test, test, test. Okay, Marco, where do we go from here? We can go, let me check, let me check. I think, I think maybe we can talk about, let me see. The boom arm, yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. So if you get the Sure MV7 or you get the Sure or the Samsung Q2U, uh, the uh, the Sure SM7B, any of those doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor, let's bring up that boom arm. You are going to want to make sure you get the right kind of stand for your mic, and this is a way to improve your live streams. Here's what a lot of people do: they have their mic positioned too far away. So, for example, I'm right on my mic because I know exactly what I need to do and how I need to position myself. However, if I were sitting back because I wanted to have a different view on camera, you'll notice the audio quality is not as good because I'm not right on that mic. It doesn't sound as rich. So you are gonna, you know, so my mic's on a boom arm. Marco's is on a boom arm as well. You know, I'm gonna show you this. So this is a boom arm he was talking about. And so basically the way this works, you attach it to your desk, you run the XLR cable, and then you run the cable into a mixer. So- yes. Um, and the, yeah, the good thing, uh, well, one of the things it's, and this is important, have in mind that usually good microphones, they are heavy. Yes. Okay. So having a, a not so strong, not so sturdy, uh, boom arm could be a trouble also. And this was one of the main reasons why I changed my boom arm because I, I have another one with springs. Uh-huh. It's the sound that springs make when they move. That ring, ring that I don't, I didn't like it. So that was one of the men. Also, the the boom arm was a little bit old. Okay, so I bought this one, and it comes with uh, the boom arm, of course. This clamp here, the XLR cable, and this is something that I like to highlight because I had another cable. And I made the unboxing and the assemblance uh, live. And my co-host said to me, You're, you sound better now with the new cable. Okay, because the, the microphone remains, so it has a good cable as well. Okay, and also it comes with this uh, screw. It has this one here, which is the one I'm using, and uh-huh. it comes with this adapter. If you have a thinner uh, microphone, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> well, basically, I think what you're trying to say is you got to make sure that you get the right kind of threading for the type of microphone you need. So what Marco yeah. basically is saying is if you get a microphone, for example, if you get the Shure MV7, for example, uh, or the SM7B or any of those, you want to make sure you have a stand that can support the microphone. And so, for example, if you get a mic that's really heavy and you put it on a boom arm and it's got a spring, for example, you'll notice as you're knocking, if you even bump your desk slightly, you're going to notice like uh, some sort of reverberation, I guess, some feedback. I, I can bring my, my, my holder and I can make ah, no, you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, so that's one thing you want to keep in mind is again, like make sure you get the right equipment because the thing is then when you have that boom arm, it's about positioning it. So for example, if you don't want it in yeah. the shot, you know, you make sure that you're sitting right up on the mic, but yet it's still sounding really good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So again, to be a better live streamer, it's about positioning that mic properly. So, you know, don't just like, don't just buy a boom arm just because it's the cheapest boom arm, buy one that fits what you're looking for. So for example, if you get that Shure MV7 that Marco's got and you're like, you know what? Hey, I I don't want a boom arm. There's a tabletop stand you can get for it. So the thing is, you don't want to be doing this. You don't want to sit there and be holding that mic your whole time. That's also the reason why a lot of people get a boom arm is so that it frees them up to be more animated on camera, things like that. So again, you want to be a better live streamer. You want better audio, get the right mic. Don't have to get the most expensive one. And then make sure you also have the right kind of arm to support your microphone. Again, you're going to need an XLR cable. Like the mics, they don't just come with all the accessories that you need those are typically going to be all extra. So keep that in mind. Okay. So 
Let's move on to the third item, by the way, the, the third way that you can be a better live streamer. And it's all about consistency. And if you checked out launcher.live forward slash EP93, that was last week's show, we talked about ways that you can be a more consistent live streamer. So we talked about like having, you know, like a, a, a wall calendar, having a planner, all that sort of stuff, like having those sorts of things. And we think they're super important. So if you're going to be streaming, you got to be consistent. And, you know, for something like that, um, again, like you can do digital, all that sort of thing. But what we like to do is we like to recommend getting something like a rocket book, for example, that we just highlight here on the carousel, you know, that's a tool to help you uh, for being more consistent as a live streamer. So like you can write down all the things that you want to do. Here's what that looks like, by the way. So this is the Rocketbook Smart Reusable Notebook. You basically can write in this just like you would a regular notebook, but it has a really cool feature. And that's that as you write in this notebook, you can keep track of all your show notes, for example. You know, if there's things you notice that you need to improve, you could be writing them down. Um, it's also got the ability that you can draw in it and then you can digitize it because it has an app that scans the pages and it's also then reusable. So you don't have to have stacks of notebooks when you are producing your live streams. And so what I want to do real quick, I'm going to cut to myself here. I'm going to show you all this. So like I have a rocket book, by the way. So this is the wave model. This one is more like paper. And so, you know, this is how it works. Basically, it's it's more like actual paper that you write on. Um, you write with a friction pen that they sell for it. And then to erase it, I literally put a, a cup of water on top like this and microwave it. And then all of that can get scanned by my phone. It's pretty remarkable, actually. So that's the rocket book um, for, you know, helping you uh, write down your ideas so you don't miss them. Um, Marco, what are some other ways that people can be more consistent as a live streamer? you have any other recommendations? Well, uh, having in mind planning, it's a good way because as we said last week, when you plan, you build a commitment. Okay. And this is important. And another way <laughs> to, to be more consistent, it's being comfortable okay. when you work. Have in mind that live streaming requires energy. It does, requires yeah. effort, okay? And you should be comfortable when you're broadcasting. Otherwise, after, and usual, usually live streaming, it's a long form content, okay? Usually it's, they they last longer, okay? So if you look, you're on camera seated on a wooden chair yeah. from the the 16th century <laughs> and you start looking like, Oh my God. Oh yes. So, you know, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> this won't be, uh, at the first time, this will be a, a, a awkward experience for your audience. And also this will be a really bad experience for your back and believe it, what I'm talking about, because I changed my share because the other one was injuring me. <laughs> so yeah. have this have this in mind, even though it's not um, a first sight right. equipment for live streaming. It's a really important thing uh, when you go live to think about a good chair for you. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend having a good chair. I, I will, Marco, you could pull up your chair, um, but I would strongly okay. encourage you. <laughs> By the way, for those of you who are watching, if you do want to check out any of the products that we're talking about, all you have to do is go to launch your dot live forward slash gear and you'll get able you'll get the ability to see a list of all of the items that we've talked about on this particular episode. Um, in addition to that, though, like Marco mentions, you know, if you want to be more consistent, you've got to be comfortable. And so, like, think of it like this. If you like we'll put it in the context of like an office setting. So if you don't have an office and you're working from home and you're always working at like a dining room table, that's not very inviting, right? So it may not encourage you to like put a lot of effort into live streaming, you know? So the same thing though holds true. If you have to sit in like the most important, we talked about the most important part of like the live stream is audio and then having a good computer. If you're also like sitting in a chair all the time and you want to be more consistent, you want to make sure that you're comfortable as well. And so like, this is a chair Marco recommends. This is a chair I think you're using, right, Marco? 
It's similar. Yeah. So it's Marco's similar, got yes. very similar chair, you know, and you can, as you can see, this has multiple adjustments. It looks like it's got lumbar support in the back. Yes. You know, it, uh, it has a breathable mesh. So if you're going to be sitting in a chair like this for a long time, you want to make sure that you are comfortable. The other thing I want to focus on though, Marco is let's look at the, uh, let's look at the base of this chair, like the seat actually. So is this seat a mesh chair? No. Okay. So here's the other thing you have to think about. This seat is not a mesh chair. That's one thing you have to keep in mind when you go to buy one of these chairs and you're like, well, Hey, it's $200 or, you know, $800 or a thousand dollars. You got to remember you're paying for comfort. Like it's not about, Oh, I like, it's not about buying the cheapest chair possible. You want to get the chair that's going to support you the most, because again, if you get tired, like if you get tired streaming and you're, cause you're sitting on a, a wooden dining room chair, maybe time to invest <laughs> in a different chair. Yes. And I'm and the same. Also don't, yeah. don't go with the fanciest chair because this is not about fashion. This right. is about comfort. Okay. Have this in mind as well. Yeah. And like, for example, I'm using, like I have a, this is an X chair that I'm using and like, it's, like it's got, like they have a memory foam option. They had a mesh option. And I tested all of these things before buying the chair because I wanted to make sure that it was something that was going to be comfortable because it also is an investment you're making. Like the chair, you're not going to get much. Out, what you're going to get out of it is long-term health. So, you know, I want to bring up a, a point from, uh, you know, uh, our friend uh, Dimebag Darren here. He talks about having a Herman Miller Aeron chair. Great chair, by the way, very expensive. I think those are like over $1,200 for a chair, which seems expensive, but it's a very good chair. And it does, it provides you support in all the right places as a live streamer. So if you want to be more consistent, you know, and you want to like, like if you know you're going to spend a lot of time in that chair, make sure that you have something that's comfortable because it's going to make you want to actually be there versus, oh, hey, I have to sit in this, you know, chair. It's, it always causes me back problems. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Yeah. And, um, and again, also another great point from our friend coffee talk and tech, they're talking about, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. they bought a standing desk so they can change it up again. If you have the ability to do it, get yourself a standing desk. This way you can sit, you can stand, you can fluctuate throughout the day. It really depends on what you're doing. So keep yeah, that I'm, in mind. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about, it. I think next desk, it will be the kind of, uh, moving. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to number topic number or idea number four, which is, you know, how to be a better live streamer. It's going to be looking at the camera. So for example, right now I can look at the monitor or I can look up at the camera and it's a, it's a healthy balance. You have to kind of figure out. So if you want to be yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a more, a better live streamer, you know, it's okay to look down and break, you know, it's okay to break like eye contact with the camera but don't just like do this. For example, if I was doing this the whole time, then I'm not, I'm not really building any sort of relationship with my viewers. And Indeed. so you want to make sure that you're focusing on looking at the camera and looking directly in the lens. Like I am right now versus looking down at the screen, looking at Marco and all the other stuff that's going on. So um, again, for cameras, you don't need a, you don't need a super expensive camera. Video is, you know, you also need, if you do buy a really expensive camera, you need good lighting. Otherwise it's not going to look so good. So, um, Marco, I know we always talk about like buying a webcam probably to start maybe that Logitech C920, I think, is that what we have pulled up? Yes. So again, buy the right kind of camera that can fit on your laptop. And then you don't have to have the most expensive one. This is the Logitech uh, C920. This is I think it's about a hundred. It's actually gone up in price. Wow. Uh, these were normally about 50 to $70 and they're now up to <laughs> 108. I've seen them higher than that. Um, but again, you got to like, if you want to be better at live streaming, it's not about buying the most expensive item. It's about buying the tool, the right tool for the job. So in Indeed. this case, you could buy the Logitech C920. You can look again, put it on your laptop. Don't just put it on your laptop. So for example, don't just put on your laptop and have your laptop down here and then have it like ang uh, angles awkwardly <laughs> up. What you want to do yeah. as well is you want to take your laptop and your camera and raise it up to where it's eye level. So that camera is right yes. there in front of you. So I can sit there and look in the camera 
and make that contact with my viewers, even though I'm not actually able to look at my audience. So, uh, so that's item number four, look at the camera. So Marco, let's move to number five. And that is all about engaging with your audience on your live stream. So why is this so important? Because they are here for you. They are here for listening from you, learning from you. So if you ignore them, they will go away. And have in mind that usually when people engage with you, they come to see you. They may become first your followers, then your fans. And hopefully if this is a business thing, they can become your customer or your uh, evangelist. Okay, so if you don't care about them, they will leave, they will find another broadcaster and they will engage with them. So have this in mind. Also, think about the insights you can get from your audience and they will only share ideas. They only comment if they trust you, if you give them the, if you create the perfect uh, mood so this could help because if you keep talk, 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 and you don't, don't say hello, 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 this won't uh, work. Okay. So have this in mind. And also your audience can generate ideas for your next broadcast. You can write them down on your rocket book. <laughs> so you can, <laughs> you don't forget things because uh, have in mind this as well, because uh, this happened to me. Lots of times I have a good idea. I don't write it anywhere. And then I forget the idea and I get really frustrated. Oh my God, I lost it. <laughs> so have this in mind. Engage with your audience, acknowledge them, uh, call them by their names. Okay. And also this is important. When you're recording uh, something, for instance, this live streaming, and you will use this uh, content to other kind of uh, formats like podcasting. And this for podcasting is crucial. Uh -huh. Don't just answer questions. Read the question. Uh, you can say, hello, uh, let me see someone here. In, uh, hello, Dimbeck, Darren. Uh, you can read the question and then answer. Because if you just answer... People who will be listening uh, later, the podcast doesn't understand why did you came with that answer if they don't know the question. Have this in mind as well, because this will turn your content more effective. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think like, I think that's a, a great point. And like adding context, I think is extremely helpful for people. Like, so if you're going to be, for example, we're talking about engaging your audience. You, you know, you hear me and I mention the person's name, for example, or I'm telling people right now, if they're watching and they want to check out the, if they're listening, sorry, and they want to check out the video, they can go to launcher.live forward slash EP94, and that'll get them to the video, for example, if they want to check out the video. Uh, so again, you kind of have to have, it's almost like leaving breadcrumbs. You got to have breadcrumbs that you lead your audience <laughs> uh, down that path. So Definitely make sure you are engaging with your audience. Now, a couple of ways you can engage with your audience, by the way. So one of those is to use a stream deck. And there's a few different ones available. Um, Marco, which one do you want to bring up? We can bring the, the 15 keys, which okay. is the one I so have. So we're going to bring up the 15 <laughs> key stream deck. And I'm going to have Marco tell you how this can help you engage with your audience. Okay, you can, you can, for instance, one of the things you can do, you can set a tweet. And okay. once you go live or five minutes before going live, you can hit that button and this will uh, trigger the, the tweet. Okay, and okay. you can, for instance, you can put there the link so people can join. You can make some sound effects to when uh, to bring more uh, entertainment. And this is also important, okay? Don't think, even though it's good to share insightful content with good and valuable information, people are looking also for entertainment, okay? 
So with this, you can uh, have uh, sound effects, uh, background musics. And by the way, Stream Deck came uh, in the last update with a new feature, which is pages. Uh-huh. Okay. And what does this mean? Because for instance, before, uh, let me give a, a practical example with me. I have two decks with sound effects. Okay, so I have to create one deck and if I want to move to the next one, I need to go to the main menu and then go to the other deck. Uh With this pages feature, okay, what you can do, you can create uh, like a book, uh, the same chapter, but different pages with uh, this uh, 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 sound effects. Okay, so I can put a key there, a button, which may lead me to the next page without having to move back and forth uh, so much. So this will save lots of time to me and will make easier the process of setting, for instance, sound effects, scenes as well, and also bringing uh, comments from some given platforms like Twitch, for instance, where you can bring comments, which is good. People like to be uh, knowledge when they and be shown in the screen. Okay, so this Stream Deck, and I, I've said this in a, a show I made a couple of hours ago. This was a Stream Deck. It's kind of that uh, tool that all the whole live streamers talk about and podcasters. And I was thinking, oh, this should not be that good. Believe me, it is. <laughs> so for me, uh, by these days, Stream Deck, it's kind of uh, a really good friend in my desk. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I can't recommend the stream deck enough. I mean, it's, it does so much to help you engage with your audience. Um, there's, there's a whole like plugin store as well that you can uh, get for it. Um, for example, you can use it for like, even if it's just like, you can have it send out tweets for you along with an image. Um, you can also have it automatically have some text on it. You know, if you're going live on a social media platform, uh, there's an option, for example, if it's on Twitter, you can change the name of your, uh, not your username, but your actual display name. So you can change that on Twitter. So like if you're live, you might push the button at the beginning of your show and it will, you know, change that name. The other thing you can do with it is you can stream together multiple actions. So you can hook it into other products as well. So uh, for example, you could say like, when I push this button, have it do five actions at once, like to kick off your live stream, it could be bring up my lights, uh, turn on my, like, uh, turn on my lights, um, turn on my camera, turn on this audio device, et cetera, or switch this audio input. It can do all of that with just pressing one button. So it's uh, super helpful in that sense. And there are multiple stream decks, by the way. So Marco, can you give a quick demo of your stream deck? Yes, of course I can. And by the way, I will do this changing scenes with my stream deck. Okay, sure. so there you go. So here, let's it's show that. My, yeah. my stream deck here. Okay. And for instance, here I have only scenes. I can change it. Okay. As you can see, this is not set up. There you go. I have my surveillance mode here. Okay. So as you can see, and I have also this sounds and I started, as you can see this, I started, uh, I need to set it the the pages it will be this button and as you can see it will move to the next one and you can see here the the backward button okay so it's easier to change from page to page let's think okay you have 18 scenes created okay instead of creating two decks you can create just one and you can split them and then you can move from page to page just with these buttons, believe me, it will save lots of time. It will be easier to manage. Okay. I have this sound effects as well. I have most voice modifiers. I'm not using them today. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have some background music, which could be uh, interesting as well to, to set the mood of your live show and this kind of things. You can do a lot of things with this and it's really easy because I'm not even looking at it and I can, I can change seems <laughs> absolutely yeah and, and it's a great product and so there's the 15 button one there's also the 32 button one as well so if you're looking to do any sort of uh any, like 
by the way, another cool thing about this to help you engage with your audience is obviously the tweet aspect. But as I mentioned, there's a whole store as well of plugins. And so they do things like, depending on the platform you're using, they can control your lights, your lights. They can do the audio piece. They can send out tweets, for example. Uh, some of them, you know, there's some like YouTube facets. If you're streaming out to YouTube, for example, if you're using the eight to many, you can use that to also figure out who your audience is. Um, there's a direct link you can display uh, for a YouTube ticker. Like there's so much that it can do uh, with the stream deck. So it's not just like, oh, hey, I can have it switch scenes. Like it can help with your streams, but it can also help you from an engagement standpoint. So, yes. And I need to look at the new updates because I just updated a few hours ago. So I need to, to check a little bit further to see what they brought on this new version. Yeah, it's very, very good in that sense. Okay, so so that's one way you can, uh, That's so number five is to um, remember to engage with your audience. Um, number six, by the way, and how to be a better live streamer is to respect everyone's time. So Marco, what do we mean by this? It means that, for instance, and I have this situation, uh, I had uh, hundreds of guests, okay, and they have other commitments, they have appointments, they have their things to do. And for instance, if you invite someone to be your guest and your live show lasts, I don't know, uh, 10 hours, maybe this could be a problem, okay? Have this in mind, be short. Uh, be concisive, but in the opposite side, let's think that you have a guest and you talk only five minutes. This for me doesn't make uh, much sense uh, as well, because when you bring someone to your show, they have expectations. They have the expectation that they will shine, that they will uh, share some thoughts, good thoughts that they can get new followers, new audience. So have, or they can sell something. Okay. So give them the proper time to, for them to sell that, what they have to, to do. And also, and this is important, of course, your time as well. And the time of your audience, uh, okay, so for instance, if you plan a show to start at that given time, be sure that you will start at that given time. If you usually you go live for uh, 45 minutes, don't go live for two hours and without bringing anything of value to your audience, because this is something important as well. But one thing I like to, to say on my trainings, because this is a... a something that usually comes to the, the table. Oh, I don't know, uh, because it depends. For instance, I like to ask, what do you think could be more interesting? Having a, a five minutes broad broadcast or a, and a half an hour? And, oh, you know, it depends on the quality for me and have this in mind, okay? Be respectful. When I talk about content, uh, the quality, the uh, utility of the content, it's not negotiable, okay? If you're not sure that your content is good enough, prepare yourself so your content would be good enough. This is something that you should have in mind. Don't go live just because, okay, I want to go live. I will talk whatever. Uh, no, prepare yourself because, again, if you're not providing good information, good insights to your audience, you're wasting their time and they will leave and maybe they won't be back. So have this in mind as well. And that's an excellent point, by the way, you know, if you're going to be uh, live streaming, if somebody says, Hey, you know what? My stream is going to be one hour. Don't, well, for starters, show up ahead of time. So show up like 15, even 30 minutes ahead of time get all your stuff ready so that then when you are going to start streaming, you're ready to go, you know? And uh, again, that's also where this like stream deck can be super helpful because um, the great thing about it is I can simply press a button. Like for example, if I want to bring on my lights that I have, I could just push a button. Granted, that's a little too much light right now, but I can literally just dial up. I, I can turn on some lights if I need to. For example, if I'm using like, you see these like lights behind me, you know, I can hook those in as well. So the great thing about it is as you're doing more streaming, for example, like I'm going to sit here and I'll change the colors a little bit. So like I can do that, for example. And so when we talk about like respecting people's time, like find little shortcuts, little smart cuts 
as I like to call them, to where you're able to, like, for example, have all your equipment go on without you actually being at your desk. So this way you can go do all the other stuff you need to do first before you're, you get to, you know, dial in and start your live stream. So make sure you respect everyone's time. Again, that's also going to be like, like if you have people on that are not like, say, say they show up and you're late, that makes you look bad. And so then that means like, then let's say you want to have someone else as a guest. They may not want to come back as a guest. You know, you may have people that say, well, you know, it, maybe it was a bad experience for them. Then what they may do is they may um, go and tell all their friends like, Hey, you know, Oh, I was going to be a guest on the show, but like they were, you know, they didn't show up on time. So just keep that in mind as you're doing your live streaming. Again, it's also, it's, it's more like common courtesy, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> and also this, this also applies as a guest because I think one of there's this problem. Some people don't, uh, dress the importance of being a, a, a guest. Okay. They, they don't understand properly. And sometimes they don't make it, um, in the proper way. I've been noticing this, uh, uh-huh. since I've, uh, do, did some remote production Yeah, and they go there without thinking, okay, I don't need to have, uh, uh earphones. I, it doesn't matter the place where I am. I can, for instance, there was a kind of, of a, a round table uh-huh. and some in the middle of the round table talked too much and there was limited time. So the last people in the queue line didn't talk anything. Yeah. So have this in mind as well. That's an excellent point, by the way. I love that point, Marco. So obviously make sure you respect everyone's time. Um, is there anything else you want to add on this one, Marco? Or I think we can move on to the okay. next, uh, to respect. So we got, we got two more <laughs> items that you need to, you know, that we recommend you do as a live streamer to be better at live streaming. And number seven is to know your material. And so what we mean by this is you hear a lot of people, they say, fake it till you make it. You know, um, it's, it's not about like knowing, like, I mean, it's, you sort of need to know your equipment. For example, we're talking about like, like I got the Rode wireless go microphone. You know, I got these, like, I got this highlighted right here. Right. And the thing is though, it's like, okay, so you got the Rode wireless go microphone and like maybe knowing like how it works, what you can do with it, for example, you know? So, okay. So like, that's one side of knowing, for example, knowing that there are two types of Rode wireless goes. So for example, Marco's got the Rode wireless go two pulled up and I've got the Rode wireless go here as well. As you can see, I've only got two receivers. So for example, a lot of people like part of it's knowing material, but knowing like what you need to do as well. So for example, if you're going to stream and you're like, Hey, I need a new mic for my computer and you buy like these, these can't be plugged direct. Like these can plug into your computer, but they can't be used as like an audio interface. Whereas the Rode Wireless Go 2 can. Now, we're not talking about like knowing, oh, I need all the ins and outs of the equipment, but I do need to know at least how the equipment works as I am talking about my material. So, you know, what we mean is knowing your material. So if you're going to get into live streaming, you're going to talk about stuff like we're talking about equipment today, um, knowing your material to make sure we know the topic that we're talking about. Is there anything else you want to add on this one, Marco? Well, I think it's it's important as well to understand which thing you can improve that will make a difference. And let me explain. I started uh, my improvements in the in my setup. Okay, first I improved the camera because the the microphone was, was good. But then I, th- I thought, okay, now I need to improve my microphone. I bought this one and then I say, okay, now I need to, uh, buy a new boom arm because this one, it's not the best, um, boom arm to my microphone, but have in mind, okay. For instance, I want to buy a new camera. Okay. But, uh, but so far I don't have the right I didn't save the, the, the money and I thought, okay, I won't be, uh, buying, uh, 600 camera, for instance, dollars. Yeah. If I will improve just this, I will wait. It's better to wait. I don't know, maybe three or four months and then get a, 
a camera that people will notice the difference and it will improve the quality of the live stream. Okay, so also it doesn't make sense if you have a lousy microphone, buying a new camera and stay with the same microphone. It doesn't make sense. Okay, so have this in mind so you can be wise with your investments because when we talk about buying gear to your live streaming, we are talking about investment, okay? Because if you do this properly, this will pay off, okay? At least for me, it's working. <laughs> so have this in mind as well. If right now what you need, it's a new microphone, don't buy just a new camera because there's a new camera in the market, which is amazing, or because you don't have enough money to buy with the microphone you need, okay? So have this a thing or because you don't have $500 or $250 for instance, like this one to buy the microphone, buy a, 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 a cheapest, <laughs> which will do the same job that your actual microphone is doing. doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, and that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so, I mean, but again, the key takeaway also is, so, so if you want to be a better live streamer, it's, it's knowing your material, not faking what you're doing, you know, making sure, for example, when you're setting up your equipment, Again, don't overwhelm yourself. So like if you don't know the material and you're like, well, hey, I'm going to use, you know, style versus substance, for example, like you could have the best looking live streams. But if you don't know the material, if there's just substance to your streams, then it's going to be hard to get people to actually stick around and continue to, you know, um, to yeah. continue to listen or watch, for example. So um, so knowing your material is extremely, extremely, extremely important. Um, again, I mean, if you don't know your material, here's how you learn. You study, you go on other live streams, for example, you listen to other people, you, you, you know, get your hands dirty, get in the trenches, for example. Yeah. And so, and, and now, yeah. now, now that's a good, there's a good way to do that because when we started, there was no Amazon live, there was no Amazon influencer recommending gear for your, <laughs> for your live streams. And the thing is, and, uh, my co-host this afternoon, he's saying this all the time, look at those live streamers and if the quality of the image is what you you want ask them which camera and lens are they using if the sound it's what you want what you need ask them which microphone they are using mm -hmm. okay because this will save you lots of time and you know that you're buying what you want or what you need it depends <laughs> on <Yeah>. you <laughs> yeah so there you have it. You've got seven ways to help make you a better live streamer. And again, I mean, they, they range just all across the board. So for example, I just want to recap these. So we talk about keep your setup simple. So if you're just starting out, don't get all the, like you could have, I have literally equipment sitting here like in boxes because it's like, I don't need all the equipment. I just need a camera. I need a good camera. I need good internet. I need a good computer. Don't just buy the most expensive, you know, if you haven't upgraded your laptop in a while, don't just buy the most expensive computer or camera for, sorry, for example, on the market, get the laptop upgraded first and then get a good uh, camera to support that, for example. But remember, audio is the most important part of live streaming. So again, focus on keeping your setup simple. Uh, number two, test your equipment and your internet. So test everything doesn't matter if it's the first time or the 50th time or the hundredth time test, test, test. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. Um, be consistent. So, um, again, like be consistent on your streams. Like if you say you're going to go live at a certain time, go live at a certain time every single week. For example, you know, your, your viewers, if you're struggling building an audience and you're not consistent, it's because maybe they're not sure when you're going to go live very often. Um, also if you are on camera, improving your camera presence, Look at the camera lens. Don't look at the screen. If your laptop's too low and you have it angled up, raise the laptop up. Get the lens right there at eye level. Uh, another thing to do is also to make sure you're engaging with your audience. We talked about using the stream deck for that. Um, lots of ways that you can you know, add some social uh, proof to what you're doing. So like you can send out some tweets when you're getting ready to start your live, when you're ending your live. Little, you know, um, there are features where you can bring in comments. There's all sorts of things that you can do with the stream deck. It's not just designed for you know, controlling scenes on a certain like, you know, camera program or like quickly opening up applications. Yeah, that's an easy thing that you could do with it, but it can do a whole lot more. Uh, we also talked about respecting people's time. So if you say you're only going to be live for like 45 minutes, 
stick to 45 minutes means showing up early, being very focused and dedicated with your live streams, you know, so that you stay on topic and follow that run of show. And then also make sure you know your material. And then I do want to add one last bonus tip, by the way, and that is to be strategic. And what I mean by this is being strategic with who you bring on your show. So for example, you know, if you're like, like, don't just bring somebody on just because, Hey, I need to fill a spot, bring on somebody <laughs> who can like, for example, if, if you're like, you know what, I want to reach another audience, um, make sure you bring people on, you know, let's just say you want to re- like, I'll use you as an example, Marco, like you're in what you're in what Portugal, right? Yes. So if I want, I'm, I'm not doing this, but if I wanted to like reach people in Portugal, I might say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have Marco come on for example, you know, or if I want to be strategic and I'm not really like, say I'm not up on a topic and I'm just a, a better host. I may also then have people on that are more knowledgeable than me so that I can learn from yeah. them versus trying to, you know, trying to talk about a topic I really may not know. So yeah. again, be strategic and you don't have to tell your audience, well, Hey, I'm, I, this is why I'm having this person on. It's part of your strategy, your live streaming strategy. So keep in mind, you know, what you're going to talk about, who you're going to have on, be strategic about who you have on, when you have it on, have them on. For example, if, you know, let's say uh, Elgato, like, let's say they released a whole bunch of new products this week. We could have somebody come on and talk to talk about, you know, we could have an Elgato representative come on, for example. It's a win-win situation for them. It's a win-win situation for us. So be strategic with who you have on. Um, with that, anything else you want to add, Marco? Well, I think this is really important. And uh, we can talk about this in the next episode. About uh, I think uh, this could uh, lead to two good topics. How to pick the right guest for your live show and why you should bring guests to your live show. So I think we have two good topics to explore in uh, future episodes. We do. Yes. But in the meantime, (laughs) I want to thank everybody for tuning in to what is essentially episode 94 of the launch your live show, where we talked about seven ways to be a better live streamer with that. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.